welcome to the Queen Comedy Time Podcast. I'm Aaron Sorrells. And I'm Brian Atkinson. Today, our guest is Will Juggle. Will Juggle grew up in the Chicago suburbs and now makes his home in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan with his lovely wife, Tasha. He is the winner of the Grand Rapids Stash Bash Best in Show for his magnificent beard and also is a world juggling third place champion. We are delighted to have him on the show, and we are going to talk to him about the good, the bad, and the funny. Yeah. Well, I'm a juggler, in case you haven't uh, intuited that already. And uh, as jugglers do, I'm going to juggle, and I hope you enjoy it. Will, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, it was great uh, to hear uh, the the, <laughs> the sound of juggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we loved having you uh, on our show, and uh, some people were like, oh, you're going to have a juggler on the show and a, and a stand-up comedy, and, you know, oh, can you really mix those two worlds? And I said, here, hold my beer. I don't actually drink beer, but here, hold my beverage. Uh, we're going to put uh, Juggler on a podcast that's audio only. <laughs> Let yeah. everyone imagine juggling. Oh, that's great. And actually, Will, I, I assume you're actually juggling right now, right? Yeah, I mean, I you don't want to see what I'm doing now, but it's, it's impressive. <laughs> impressive. I'm sure. It's, it's, it's all knives and torches, I'm sure. That's right. <laughs> Anything goes when I'm in my pajamas and during COVID. I uh, imagine that uh, you are um, uh, at home. Uh, are, are you able to get out and do, I know you've uh, done a lot of street shows in the past, but tell oh, us yeah. about the, the, the kinds of performances that uh, you are able to do uh, during this uh, COVID lockdown stuff. Yeah. I mean, basically March through June, I didn't have any shows. They all got canceled. A lot of my shows got canceled all the way through August and even September. Um, but July, uh, a little bit of a different story. I've, I've had the opportunity to do uh, a number of uh, outdoor, socially distanced uh, shows. It's, it's, it's kind of a, you know, a, a, as a juggler, it's 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 pretty normal to be socially distant, so it comes natural <laughs> to me. Um, so yeah, I've done maybe four or five outdoor shows now, and uh, I, you know, I've worn a face mask for every show. You know, if, if if I can juggle and do all these things while wearing a face mask, there's really no excuse, in my opinion. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, I, I was just imagining, uh, for those of you who don't know Will, you, you'll have to look him up, but uh, he has this magnificent beard. I just imagine that you just wrap your beard around your face and there you go, all the face <laughs> mask, done. Yeah, I, I haven't tested the filtration value of the beard, but I'm sure I, oh. I get some bonus <laughs> points for that. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, other than some outdoor events, I've been experimenting with uh, online live stream shows. That's been interesting. I'm sure. Really? How's that been working out for you? Yeah, actually, I did one last night for a a church here in Grand Rapids, uh, Fuller Avenue Church. And uh, I went to their facility and they had their whole camera set up and I was in front of a room of just empty empty seats. And uh, they broadcast that show to their uh, community. And uh, it's 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 a whole different world when you're performing to nobody. Yeah, like yeah. in person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now let me uh, just ask uh, you know some some questions here because there's so much more to what you're doing than juggling uh, in in your show in your act. Um, 
you you have all, a lot of very funny material as well. And um, I want to play a clip here uh, that'll give us uh, some idea of that. This is a part of the show that I encourage anyone who has it to go to college. <laughs> I could hear friends of mine in the audience who have uh, theater degrees uh, <laughs> laughing. There. Yeah, so it was a particularly relatable bit for them. Um, so you're encouraging everybody to go to college. You went to art school. People assume that I went to a, like a clown college, but I didn't. <laughs> well, that's the big question is how does one become Will Juggle? <laughs> that's a good question. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I, I I learned how to juggle from a friend. Uh, I believe I was in fourth grade. Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I quickly surpassed the the person who, ta- who taught me. Um, but this guy, his uncle was like a, mag- a professional magician. And my friend had no interest in becoming a magician, but his uncle had gifted him all of his magic stuff. So my friend in fourth grade gave me all of his uncle's magic tricks. Oh, my and, goodness. And uh, that's when I developed the persona, uh, Chilly Willy, the amazing conjurer and juggler extraordinaire. <laughs> fourth grade, huh? That's grade. that's a mouthful for a fourth grader. Yeah. And I, I, I went into, uh, it was probably Clipart or Microsoft Office, and I made business cards with a tree frog on it. And uh, it didn't really make sense, but it, it worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, then, and then my mom started driving me around uh, the Chicago suburbs, and I, I was performing for kids' birthday parties, mostly doing magic. And it was only later that, that I uh, got more into juggling. Well, I got to say, I have uh, known you a couple of years, and I don't think I've ever seen you do a, a magic trick or sleight of hand or anything. Is is it something that you still uh, work on, or is that just that's that's so grade school? <laughs> no, I, I you know. I have magician friends now, oh, and uh, I, I guess we kind of just stick to our unions. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I do have like maybe a two or three minute routine in my show now where I do uh, I call it beard magic, and I produce a num- <laughs> I produce a number of uh, things for my beard in a magical way. You got got to give what you know, you know, shake what Mama gave you. You know, yeah, I guess. I'm imagining a, a set of uh, uh, silverware, uh, <laughs> plates, dishes, and a teapot following yeah. at the end somewhere. Yeah, no, it, I mean, I, I pull scarves out. Uh, I pull a couple Doritos out, and I eat the Doritos. <laughs> and then I produce an entire bag of Doritos from my beard. Oh. Um, I'm not going to spoil And then you everything. do a magic trick. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> there, there might be a dove involved. and Oh, I also uh, I've been perfecting the art of telekinesis and 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 bending things with my mind. Oh, you and Yuri Geller, yeah. you're the third person today to tell me they've perfected the art of telekinesis. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> but using the mind, it, it didn't it didn't work for me. So instead of using mind control, I use beard control and the beard. Oh. <laughs> Instead of bending spoons, I bend uh, Gillette Mach 5 razor blades. <laughs> uh, w- Will, I don't know if this is your intent or not, but we definitely have to have you on another show quick. Because <laughs> I got to see this. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll have to do another podcast and everyone will have to imagine. <laughs> so you started out, you, uh, you've been juggling since uh, fourth grade. Uh, yeah. Did you ever um, expand your training, work with uh, an, a mentor? Or, I mean, yeah. you said you did not go to clown college. No, I didn't. Uh, have you heard of balloon loans? Like, like a... <laughs> A balloon loan. They 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 have those at Clown College, but I have a latex allergy, so it didn't work out. Oh, sure, right, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm more of more of the traditional mortgage uh, myself, uh, FHA for a while, but yeah. Um, no, uh, so mentors. Yes, I did. I, I had a number of of mentors along the way. Um, when I got into high school, uh, our our high school actually had a juggling club. Um, which was um, as they do as yeah as they do and it, i mean it was a bustling club we had probably 30 probably 30 people at one point which is great i i think you're mispronouncing that isn't it a it's a busking club isn't ah. it? <laughs> that too okay uh and 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 in that club uh you know it was sponsored by a, a teacher at the school so that i i consider uh mr scalzitti mr s one of my uh juggling mentors and then I started attending uh, conventions. There are juggling conventions, various uh, places all around the U.S. And uh, met, met a bunch of jugglers along the way. One juggler in particular, he's a, a Chicago-based juggler, Mark Fay, Mark the Knife Fay. Oh. And uh, he's a you know, world-renowned juggler. He's uh, been on America's Got Talent. He's been on Discovery Channel. He's, he's, he's really well-known for uh, uh, knife throwing. And uh, he al- he's also <laughs> very very well known for uh his signature trick he balances a running lawnmower uh on his face like uh the, with the with the blades pointing up so he's got the handle oh. on, his, on his chin okay all right and so the blades are going and then he invites audience members to throw heads of lettuce into the running lawnmower while he keeps oh, it balanced um, that sounds terrifying yeah it is quite the site he does a number he's, he he bills himself as the world's most dangerous comic uh, that's a, awesome so he was my uh along with my i had a juggling partner tony gonzalez we we formed a juggling duo and mark fay was our coach uh based for a number of years during high school uh, as we mm-hmm. trained for uh the international championships which then brings me to uh you are a uh a- a third place winner of the international jugglers association world championship I'm yeah. probably putting too many uh, uh, adjectives in there, but <laughs> so how how do you you go from your fourth grade and working through high school, and the next thing you know, you're you're there at a, a juggling championship? How does that happen? Yeah, I mean that was all uh, go, going to the conventions, and uh, there's there's a big convention every year, the International Jugglers Association Festival. It's, it's sort of the the jugglers professional organization, and they have a uh, both a a juniors championship, a seniors championship, and then a, a teams championship. And uh, my friend Tony and I formed our, our team entropy, as we called it, the uh, the order of disorder. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we competed. It, it probably took us five years of competing before we actually placed uh, third. So it was a lot of tries. And is the competition and uh, the conventions, everything, something you still do? Uh, I, I have since attended the last that I placed. We placed third in 2005, and I've attended since then. But we, I haven't competed since 2005. So once once you got your your trophy, or is it a scarf, or is it what's what's the what's yeah. the award for? Uh, it, this was a, a a medallion, a bronze medallion. Oh. Okay. And uh, so once you've got that, you're kind of like 
Then oh, yeah. I thought maybe a gold medal and you would have gotten it bronzed because you're so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Now so, now it's hanging it, in 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 my juggling room in in our house and uh, of course in a place of prestige. <laughs> Now, did you have to look long and hard to find a house with a juggling room? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's funny you say that. <laughs> yes, yes, it is funny that you say that. <laughs> because uh, when when I was in high school and really into the juggling thing, uh, my mom and I, my mom was basically raising me. My parents were split, but um, we were looking for a house, and the stipulation was that we needed cathedral ceilings in at least one room so sure yeah we so we had to have a juggling room uh now now i don't have cathedral ceilings but my ceilings have a bunch of marks on them (laughs) (laughs) scars juggling scars that's right i would think yeah (laughs) uh now i know that you have performed in a variety you were talking about um performing outdoor uh i have uh run into you on on the streets of uh holland i think i ran into you once yeah, um, mean streets of holland <laughs> yeah <laughs> well they're no i i prefer to call them the hot streets because they they warm up during the winter to melt the snow oh yeah yeah um, but also uh um you you've performed in a, a wide variety of environments what are some of the the more unusual places that you've uh performed yeah uh i mean i uh I, i've performed uh on the streets of rome that was cool and, cool uh, paris uh on the street now you're talking about the in uh italy and france rather yeah, than not, not paris uh, Ohio. texas okay yeah. all right right okay gotcha um but yeah I, yeah Kids' birthday parties. I've done uh, elaborate parties at mansions where, you know, it's questionable what they were doing while I was having that, you know, performing. <laughs> um, it was, you know, it was that was a wild one. Um, wow. Well, uh, I've got one in mind. I want to play a little clip of, oh, sure. of you. Uh, you uh, performed at a prison. And uh, so we hear about that. Hi, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. My name's Will. Um, I recently got out of prison. <laughs> no, I, I was performing in a prison. <laughs> so I'm jump to a conclusion there. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I'm at Pennsylvania Correctional Facilities. I was doing a show in front of a similarly uh, dark curtain. And, um, and I was using uh, these, these balls, which are, don't have, there's not a lot of contrast, so I had to switch to these. Um, more orange than black.
this is one of those that, uh, just so everybody knows, the uh, balls that Will was going to juggle were black, and the curtain behind him was black, and yes. then he switched to the orange balls. <laughs> it makes sense of the orange is the new black joke. Yes. It's a very visual I joke. I actually need to explain that, but I feel like I had to... <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I, I did do that joke in prison, and they loved it. It killed. Just... <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, that was a, um, that was a really interesting show. Uh, I had never performed uh, in prison before. Um, um, I, 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 had I you got, ever performed in Pennsylvania before? That's um, similar. I did. I performed in Reading, Pennsylvania, at a at a okay. juggling uh, convention. And did the 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 uh, pr- prison warden just call you up and say, "Hey, I need a juggler. I need him here <laughs> at the correctional facility on Thursday." Uh, how how did how do you get a job? performing at a prison yeah, uh, so, as a juggler or, or at all. Yeah, one of the circus groups that I perform with was contacted by the prison. They they had a presence online. This is a group out of Cleveland called Whizbang Theater. And uh, I, I'm a regular in their troupe. And so they, they called me up and said, hey, we got this opportunity to perform in a prison. Uh, you know, show up at this time and, uh, you know, we'll do our show. I was given very... Very little detail, but they said, you know, show up at this time and then, well, you know, that this is your call time. So it's like 7.30 a.m. and it was winter-ish, so it was dark. It was really dark out. And uh, there was very little instruction about where to go. So <laughs> I, I, I pull up to the prison and there's like a, a little row of parking spots that says visitor parking. And I'm like, this you must hope be that's it. you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a visitor. I park. I grab my juggling case out of the trunk, which has my whole show in a case. And the only thing that's lit up is this guard booth surrounded by a razor wire fence. So I, so I walk up right to the gate and I'm just peering in and no one seems to be in the guard booth. And then all of a sudden this security van comes speeding up to us. And they're like, they're like, what are you doing here? And I, and I just said, I'm a juggler. That's all I could muster. <laughs> oh, well, you're going to want to come inside. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, then he escorted us to the right place and uh, had to go through the whole inspection process. They had to open up everything sure. we brought. Um, of course. And uh, I... I had a, a USB uh, key on my keychain, and that threw the guard and one of the guards into had a fit about that. Oh dear! That was not allowed, so I had to no. go out and put it back in my car. But, okay. And the, yeah, the most uh, exciting part of that was, you know, we got to eat. We had a, we we ate in the mess hall, and the 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 prisoners made the food for us, and uh, I was surprised that they had. Had knives, and you know, you, you don't think that they would have cutlery in jail, but they do. Hmm. Like you, you see the TV shows, and they talk, you know, they right. make shanks out of whatever. But these, they they literally yeah. had knives. You're like, maybe, maybe just make shanks out of the knives. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like it would be easier. Forget the bars of soap carved into a shiv. Uh, <laughs> just, just yeah. use the knife. Yeah, well, I, I've, I mean, I've learned uh, two things from that story. Well, uh, one, they use knives in prison, uh, mm-hmm. and perhaps more importantly, that if I ever find myself in trouble, 
uh, just say I'm a juggler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's your key uh, takeaway. Yeah. Well, well, I have a, I have another question that's more uh, process oriented. And uh, when I when I talk to the stand up comics that we've had on the show, it's you know it's kind of how do you write your material? How do you? But for you, it's not just writing material. It's you're also coming up with new stunts and tricks and and things and then wrapping uh, comedy around that. How, how does that work for you? Uh, I would say that most of my routine is built around accidents and uh, imp- improvised moments. And uh, I, I find that the best place to do and, and create that material is while I'm street performing. Because um, I have the opportunity to do so many shows back to back. And these are like short shows, maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes. And mistakes happen. People say different things and I respond differently. And I just pay attention to what, what lands. And then that crowd walks away and another crowd comes in and I can try the joke. And, I, and, it's, and it sort of feels like a pressure cooker for testing material because you can just, mm-hmm. you know, run them back to back. Aaron, I'm thinking we need to rethink the whole open mic system now. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like better practice. <laughs> yeah I, I'm in I highly recommend it well the time has come on our little podcast to take a break but we'll be right back be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts so it's easier for people to find us and like us on all your podcast favorites we'll be right back Welcome back to the Clean Comedy Time podcast, where our special guest today is Will Juggle. We are here to talk to him about the good, the bad, and the funny. Hey, Will. uh, We are so glad to have you here, and thanks so much for sharing all that about the funny and the juggling and and your whole process of discovering that and developing that. Uh, Right now, uh, though, what would you say is something that's going well in your life, Will? Well, uh, I guess congratulations are in order uh, because I just turned to level 38 in Pokemon Go. Congratulations indeed. Thank you. I've been playing for, this is my four-year anniversary. Um, I've essentially got my GED in playing Pokemon Go. (laughs) And uh, Which which is worth just slightly more than the art degree? <laughs> at, least this, at least this one doesn't have uh, uh loans to pay off at, at least not yet um right as far as you know yeah I, I feel like anything that you've done for four years should get some kind of recognition <laughs> even if it's just a phone game well uh, yeah very few people have made it that far i'm sure yeah i mean it takes perseverance does juggling help you with pokemon go Oh, or I mean, does Pokemon Go help with juggling? Or, uh, you know, they're only related in that you know, in, in Pokemon Go, you're throwing Pokeballs at Pokemon, and in juggling, you're juggling balls. Actually, I, I oh. tried to develop a Pokemon juggling routine at one point. I, I, you should see my Amazon cart. I buy a lot of weird stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought, you know two and a half inch Pokemon balls on Amazon and, uh, 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 you know, one of the Ash Ketchum hats or whatever they're called and Pokemon trainer gloves. I bought the whole get up. I probably spent a hundred bucks on that and I still haven't done the routine. 
<laughs> you know, so, somebody is likely listening right now. And uh, they're going to be reaching out for the Pokemon Juggalo party. <laughs> I sure hope so. At least I'll, I need to recoup that hundred bucks I spent. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it's an investment. It's it's a write off. You know, I do I do taxes. That'll that'll be a fun audit to explain. <laughs> I used to itemize. I'm just imagining you getting audited and <laughs> the, the the tax. IRS representative sitting down with you and your your receipts. Yeah. <laughs> for, now, for that for that prison joke where, with where I juggle the lettuce, I, yeah. I, I ordered rubber lettuce on Amazon for that <laughs> for that joke. <laughs> Amazon has everything. Yeah, Brian, you you visualize the the actual audit. What I visualize is the smoky room where the auditors all get back together and one of them shaking their head and going. Yep, never audited juggler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know how auditors work. But most mostly that. Yeah, it's, it's a smoky room. Lots of uh, rings on the on the tabletops. Yeah, yeah, very sloppy. So yeah, I, so the, that's that's one good thing. And I guess I I received a, a PPP loan for my juggling business, which was very helpful. Uh, that's that's really helped me uh, weather the the downturn. That that is that's good that that was available and you were able to capitalize on that because yeah, I mean people don't think about that aspect of things, but uh, man, I mean for a performance based business, uh, this this has been brutal. Oh yeah, the the whole entertainment industry is really, you know, it's it's on hiatus. <laughs> Good to have you back here, Will. And uh, you started getting into it a little bit there, but what are some things that are difficult or you might be struggling with right now? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly the lack of people hiring at the moment. Um, You know, we have restrictions on the number of people and I'm totally for all the safety measures and social distancing and all that. Uh, I'm not complaining about that at all. Um, I think it's, you know, necessary to control this virus, but, um, you know, it does have an impact on, uh, my ability to perform and the places I can perform. And uh, I, I'm struggling a bit. Uh, I, I know people that are struggling a lot more than me that are uh, some of my performer friends. Uh, Cirque du Soleil is laid off, I don't know, 2,500 people. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's really decimating the uh, live entertainment industry. I know I read that uh, Broadway has essentially packed up for the remainder of the year. With live any live performances and so on um, are, are closed, um, and then all of the people who not only are on stage for those, but the people who are supporting those uh, people who are working backstage, people who work out front and with tickets and and all of that industry, it just it's such a rabbit hole of people who are affected by this just within uh, live performances. So yeah, it's interesting how I mean it. It feels like that the industry and myself are at a moment where if we don't, if, if I don't pivot or figure out some other way to monetize my skills or my humor, that it's going to be a, a you know a rough six months or another maybe a year. Who knows how long it's going to be till we get a vaccine? Um, so that's that's why I've investing. I've been investing more in online entertainment. Uh, I've been doing a, a beta test group with uh, Facebook 
working with uh, some new things they're developing for uh, paid online streaming events. And that's been interesting. Uh, I was one of the first uh, 10 live events that Facebook allowed where people could pay tickets on through Facebook to do an online live stream. So that was exciting. Good. Yeah, that's great. I was able to give them feedback on the tool and hoping that, uh, that that's a, a great tool for other entertainers to use uh, in the future. Yeah, it does seem that uh, that what we're facing right now, you know, as live entertainers, it's it's of course a, a big deal. It's very impactful, um, but it in a way it feels like it's not going to return back to quote unquote normal. Like we've all got to figure out ways to just kind of pivot a little bit, to use your word, and uh, figure out the new the new normal, right? And, the and- new orange. Just the new black. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it seems like everyone's willing to do stuff online. It's just, uh, it's getting people to open up their uh, pocketbooks to pay for the stuff online is, mm-hmm. is where I see the challenge at the moment. The traditional economic model uh, doesn't really apply as much. So it's like people have to figure out, uh, people, myself included, have to figure out, okay, well, what does this mean? How is this? How is the economic uh, transaction going to work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tricky, tricky situation. Yeah, and you know, it sounds as I hear you talk about that too. I I, I hear a little bit of empathy uh, in your voice because you know you you look at your situation and and you can say, hey, you know what? I'm okay. Uh, this is this is a challenge. This is difficult, but I'm okay. And I know it's very difficult uh, to look around and see other folks that that are even having harder times with it. Uh, you know, the, of course, this this pandemic is devastating on a lot of different levels to a lot of people. So, yeah, I've been, I've been encouraging the friends who maybe haven't looked at, uh, you know, economic disaster loan or PPP loan or other grants that might be available. Some people just aren't aware of those things. So I think you know, the, the more we can push people in those directions, the the more help people I think can get. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, that is important, it, and especially us as kind of entertainers, it's it's easier for or it's easy for entertainers to kind of undervalue their services and uh, think that oh well this might not apply to me, but uh, you know we we add value, uh, oh, we, sure. we help people through stuff, and and uh, these some of these assistance programs they're specifically for us because our industry has been devastated, and hopefully there's more help on the way, you know. I got my fingers crossed that our arts will get some kind of infusion because our, our basically performing arts is what is uh, keeping us company as we're staying at home more. That is a good point. Yes. Well, Will, if uh, somebody wanted to find you, they wanted to uh, hire you for a socially distant show or uh, uh, an online show, how, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah. Uh, well, I have a website, uh, willjuggle.com. It's my name, W-I-L-L-juggle.com. Uh, you just run them together, Will and Juggle. To, I think you get the idea. Um, and, <laughs> and I have you a don't fa- have to rearrange the letters. Uh, no. Nope. There's, okay. there's no, like, you don't need Nick Cage to unravel a mystery. <laughs> it's always a good idea to not, not include some kind of a logic puzzle in your website address. <laughs> <laughs> 
for sure. So that might focus your audience uh, differently. Yeah, I uh, might get a whole yeah, different market. Yeah. And anything uh, having to do with Nick Cage is certainly a logic puzzle. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have a website and then Facebook and Instagram. Uh, will juggle on both of those. Uh, I just started a Venmo, so I'm going to try to do contactless tips. Uh, so you can Venmo me at Will Juggle. Even if you just want to try Venmo, you can send send you money just to try yeah. it, see how it works. Just yeah, give it a world. Encourage people to do that. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the gist of it. Or you can email me directly. I check my emails because I'm not that famous yet. Um, but it's booking, like like you're going to book me, booking at WillJuggle.com. Well, Juggle, thank you so much for being on our show some months ago, but also being on the podcast today. It's so great to have you here. Certainly, certainly. Thank you, Will. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Clean Comedy Time Podcast. We bring comedians together performing their clean material at showcases, fundraisers, and other events. Our shows are free from course language and topics. They work for anyone, anywhere. Check out cleancomedytime.com to find an upcoming show or to bring Clean Comedy Time to you. 